<laughs> you can hear me. <clears throat> well, Graham asked me a uh, text me a, a few days ago to ask if I would give a sort of an overview of the year. Um, and at first I thought, oh, no, oh, I don't think so. I don't think I'll be doing that. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, but when I prayed about it, I knew that I had to. And I just knew that God had something to say. Um, so I've just left it with him, whatever comes in. Um, so it's been a strange year, as we all know. Um, 2020 will be remembered by many as being a strange year. I'd like to take you back firstly to the Christmas Eve service of 2019. Um, and it was a normal Christmas Eve service. And towards the end, I just had this wow explosion in my spirit that I had to say something. I had to pray. I had to, and you no, know, in a service, you think, oh, I kind of do that. You know, this is new beginnings. You don't really do that kind of thing. <laughs> um, so, I thought, oh Lord, I could, but it was just, I had to, I had to be obedient and do it just like I had to be obedient and do this today. Um, so at the end, when Graham had finalised, the service was finished and I had to just say, Graham, do you mind if I pray? Because I had to get this out, what was in me. Um, so at that he said, ah, no problem, yeah, fine. So I'd, I put it in the way of a prayer. I don't know if it was supposed to be a prayer or whether it was supposed to be a word, I don't know. But I prayed anyway and... Somebody had said during the service that we would have our families with us on Christmas Day the next day and they don't know and they don't understand what we know about God. Um, but the, just the, the witness that came right into my spirit was they do. They do know what we know because they've either grown up with it or they've actually been saved in the past and not walking with God now or they've never been saved, but they do know. They know the gospel. They know because as a child or as an adult, they have been told the gospel and they know the gospel. And there was that certainty in my spirit. And I was just thanking God in that prayer for that certainty that my family and your family do know. They know. They know the gospel. They know it's the right path. But for whatever reason, the rebellion in their spirit or whatever, they don't want to go that way at the moment. And just prayed for the year ahead that it would be a time that God would really work mightily in our family's lives and just basically save them uh, was what, what was on my heart. Um, and of course, we've gone through this whole year. And as far as we see, nothing has happened in lives. But we know as in a garden, as in plants that have runners, that have a way of growing and multiplying that we don't see until we see that new growth coming up. And I do believe that in our families this year that God's been doing a work. He's been doing a work to draw them, to bring them to that place of salvation. Just like that new life that grows and it, we don't see it, it pops up through the earth. And saying that, on Wednesday night, someone shared that a family member who had been backslidden was coming back to God. And I thought, thank you, Lord, because that is an answer to that prayer way back then and I'm sure it's an answer to many prayers that that family have prayed for that individual but God is working and I do believe that and in May we had the prayer meeting there was a sense of praying for prodigals was and there was a real sense of God in it and God was really in it praying for family members praying for prodigals to come back to their father God and and God just dropped into my spirit at that point they are not afar off they are not afar off. 
In other words, they're on their way. They're on their way. And okay, we've prayed for years for our families, but they are on the way and they're not afar off. So just to encourage you with that, keep praying and keep living in God and showing God to your family members and whoever it is that you are praying for at this moment. They are not far off. Do believe that. In January, God gave me a, a few verses from Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4. And really, in January, nobody knew what, the, what was ahead of us. And it was a word that God gave me, which I wrote down. And I encourage you, if you, you don't write words down that God gives you, please do, because it really, going back to it, it feeds your soul every single time if God's spoken to you in it. Just go back to it and read it and read it and read it again, because if God's spoken to you, he really wants to do something through that word. So Colossians 3 verse 1, since you have been raised to life, sorry, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honour at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ and God. As I say, God's brought that back to me time and time and time and reminded me of it throughout the year to really focus on him because the things round about us in our natural eyes and seeing the distress of people and just lockdowns and everything that's happened this year, it's been so difficult. And if we focus and concentrate on them, it drags us down. It drags us down naturally. It drags us down spiritually. So God has just brought that back time and time again. Focus on Jesus. Focus on God. Focus on his word. Focus on spending time with him. Because that builds us up spiritually and it builds us up naturally. Because if you're good spiritually, you're good naturally. And I know the opposite can happen as well. So please take that to heart as well. Focus on him. We'll watch the news. And I think at first when this all happened, we focused so much on the news. And it really was just dragging everybody down. And I thought, give yourself a break and watch You've Been Framed or something. You know, watch something lighthearted. That's what I've done a few times. I thought, I can't watch this anymore. I'll just watch You've Been Framed and get a laugh. Um, so sometimes we're a bit hard on ourselves. So sometimes we need to be a bit more lighthearted. So that was in January. Um, and as we know, in March, things changed for all of us. And there was the first lockdown. And we, our lives changed totally. And we, we weren't able to see our loved ones. We weren't able, weren't able to do our usual things. And like everybody else, I had my down days. I had days where I felt flat. There was days when I just, just didn't want to do anything. And just, I'm sure depression hit a lot of people at that point, especially as well. But because we were getting into the summer, things were a bit brighter. And we could be in the garden, we could meet friends in the garden, and things were a bit different. Um, and, but I think it's probably been worse since we've gone into near the winter time. I listened to a, a preach yesterday online on uh, YouTube. And one of the things that the person said was, Fear and anxiety are used by the enemy to distract us from our goal of serving God or of focusing on God as well. Fear and anxiety are used by the enemy to distract us from our goal of serving God. 
And I, I, I've known that this year. I've known that fear and anxiety because we don't know what's ahead. And I'm sure you have as well. But the enemy does use it. So it's something we should be taking to God all the time. And I'm sure this time of year and um, we've just, we've really, God's been refining us through all this time. There's been things in our life that would never have been in our lives if this hadn't happened. There's situations that we've been through. There's difficult times we've been through. And God's been changing us and refining us. And it's a time that we shouldn't really waste, if you like, but let God have his way in our lives. I'm thinking about 2021. <clears throat> and God gave me a verse this year as well, verses from Song of Solomon. It's not a, a book of the Bible that's spoken about very much because some of it's quite hard to read and I do find that too, but there's some gems in there as well. Uh, and this is, uh, I'm thinking about 2021 here. And it's from the King James, because we are the bride of Christ. And if we're the bride of Christ, we're his love, we're his beloved. Each one of us is Jesus' beloved, if we know him as our Lord and Saviour. And this is what it says in Solomon, uh, Songs of Solomon, or Song of Songs, whatever you like to say. It's chapter 2, verse 10. My beloved spake and said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, the time of the singing of birds has come, and the voice of the turtle is heard in our land. The fig tree putteth forth her green grapes, <clears throat> and the vines with the tender grape give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. And it talks about the winter being passed and really it would be the spring and new life in that sense a new life comes through and it raises your spirits to think about the winter being over and gone and the new life, the flowers popping through, the leaves appearing in the trees in our land and that sense of God in that. But for us, the winter, it could be the season because I know some people struggle through winter as it is in a normal year, maybe even more maybe this year. But it does say, for lo, the winter is past, and there will be a time coming when the winter will be past, as in the season. But there will be a time coming when the winter, as in the virus, as in the lockdowns, as in restrictions that we know today, lo, they will be past, if that is the winter in our lives. And the time of flowers appear in the earth and the time of singing of birds. It'll be, there will be a time when this will. Nancy said something, um, one of the times when we're working and in the morning we have the quiet time, we have a wee reading and uh, a prayer and Nancy said this too will pass. And I just loved it. Nancy said this too will pass because Nancy struggles at this time and she struggles with things like that. And just for her to say that this too will pass. That just was so special, I felt that day. So the flowers appear in the earth and the time of singing has come and the voice of the turtle is heard in our land. The fig tree putteth forth her green figs and the vines with the tender grape give a good smell. The fruit, the fruit on the vines give a good smell and how in our spiritual lives that fruit 
maybe this this time the Lord's been working in each of our lives to bring forth fruit in that time in that season and it may not feel like that at this time but God is there and God is working in our lives as individuals and he wants our lives to bring forth fruit for his glory and how good that is to, that the tender grape gives a good smell and he's saying to each of us arise my love my fair one and come away and it might not be tomorrow and it might not be for a month or two I don't know how long this will take but he's saying to us arise arise my love the fact that God calls us my love and come away and if he's saying come away it means he's with us he's with us and and today and he's with us tomorrow and he's with us when he says come away my love and where are we going are we going to the harvest fields? Are we going to places we've never been before? But the fact is that he is saying, come away, my love. Come away. And we're with him. And he's with us. And really, it's all we need. And I know we love our friends and we love our family. But at the end of the day, he is our beloved. And he said to us, arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. The winter's past and it will come and these two, these things too will pass. What's happening in each of our lives will, will pass and we just give him all the glory. Through the storm, yet I will praise him. That's a way that when our days are hard, I found that praying Christian music or just even a song that's maybe in our heart, singing it over and over and over again, praising God for who he is and what he's doing in these days. Okay, we've got the virus, we've got COVID, we've got lockdown, but God, God is with us. And he's saying, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. Come into my presence. Come into that place with me. Come and spend time with me. Come and read my word. Come and find new life in me. Because even in the midst of a lockdown, we're free in Christ and our spirit's free. So we just, I just bless you this morning. Just thank God for who he is and what he's doing. We don't understand it all, but we can trust him totally. Amen. Oh, good morning. Thanks, Liz. That was very encouraging. Bless you. I look forward to your next Sunday morning. Nice to see you all in the church. Merry Christmas to you. I hope we had a nice time. And to all you in Zoom. Hope you two had a lovely Christmas. It's nice to be with you this morning. And uh, just to share a wee bit of reflection in the year. Anne and I had a, had a dinner for two. It was lovely. And we even managed a family quiz on Zoom. And we discovered that uh, we're not so clever as the Waynes. <laughs> we scored 27 out of 32. 38, I think. And we were the lowest. <laughs> anyway, that's the, the problem was there wasn't any Bible questions in it. And we were kind of stuck with the music of the of the generation. <laughs> However, year 22, year 2020 was hailed at the beginning of the year as a year of vision, 2020 vision. And uh, when everything would come clear and there'd be new revelations, you know. Well, it certainly brought things into fresh focus, didn't it? <laughs> We're seeing things stripped back. Now the Bible would say we've removed our idols. We had no holidays. 
But never mind, we'll manage the banquet and we'll get one next year, eh? With no dining out. So you wouldn't you know if you looked at my waist. And with no family gatherings. A general cutting back and the trimming of all the things that we took for granted. But even in the midst of that, we experienced much blessing. We begin the year with a wee cancer scare and the uh, played about it and the Lord miraculously turned the situation around and healed us. So we were blessed with that. We were blessed with the joy that two of our grandchildren this year have uh, started working uh, for the Lord. So that was a real blessing too, you know. But even in the midst of all the things going on, we do experience God's blessing. God is with us in all things. When Israel was in the wilderness, God went with them. When they were in exile, God went with them. And no matter what we're going through, Jesus says, I'll never leave you, nor forsake you. He's with us in the storms. And even in the church, you know, there's been a time of cutting back. We've seen most of our ministries postponed or set aside at the moment. There's a many churches. But thanks to Graham and Nicola, we've been able and managed to keep meeting on and right through it. You know, very good. But 2021 is around the corner. With new hopes, new expectations, whatever. We've got a wee bush in the front of our garden. And just at the door, that hides your bins. When it flourishes, it covers them up. You don't see them. I mutilate it every year with an overzealous pruning. And it looks as if it's gone forever. But it surprised me. Year after year, it comes back stronger than ever. You know? Both Job and Daniel speak about God chopping down Israel as a tree. Chopped down to a stump. It says, even out of the stump, new shoots come. New shoots come. And their security and hope of 2021 is the Lord. Let me read you a scripture from Romans. Romans 8, reading from verse 31. What shall we say then to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered them up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall hear anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died. Yet rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pestilence, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, 
nor things to come, even as the light in other planets, <laughs> nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, we shall be able, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. God is for us. Who can be against us? Having given us his son, shall he not give us freely all things? Nothing shall separate you from the love of God. He calls you the apple of his eye. A preserved species. He looks after you and goes before you. In him we are more than conquerors. We can look forward to the new growth from the stump. The restoring harvest and a time of refreshing. The government's campaign at the moment is let's build back better. The Lord O'Donnell says let's build back happier. The Lord says awake. It's time to awake and rejoice in him. Look unto Jesus. I think that Liz's focus. Focus on Jesus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. The things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Lord bless you all, and a happy new year. We'll hand back to Graham. Well, thanks very much to Liz and to John. Isn't that lovely? A real blessing there. I've just got a few thoughts just to share. A wee presentation up there from Nicola. Doesn't mind. And thank you too to Nicola sits there all the time doing this all the way through lockdown uh, doing the computer and everything we've got our own wee bubble going on obviously in our family which is enabling us to be close together and you think about silly things like that how god's enabled things to happen just that you you think these rules are so complicated but you know nathan able to play the drums and rachel singing and been able to still do that even when the tightest restrictions were on and things like that just really blessed to think how god's looked after us my thought here is, and I don't know if you're sharing the screen, Nicola, or not. Oh, there, yep. Reasons to be thankful to God in 2020. You know, it's easy to look at 2020 and just think, my, my, my. My papa Adam used to say, my, oh, my, oh, my. My, oh, my, oh, my. Whenever something bad happened. <laughs> uh, and he also used to say, oh, happy day. That fixed my choice. <laughs> the old time he used to go out saying that. But uh, when something bad happened, my, oh, my. And if you were to talk about, if I was to say to you, Nancy, in three years' time, you know, um, what about that 2020? Or you said to me, I'd probably go, my, oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> but, you know, it's easy to say all these things that have been really restrictive to us in 2020, people losing their jobs, people being isolated from family and friends, losing those social contacts that are so important to us. Church has been under restrictions for a period of time when and essential services like the church been unable to operate in some of the same ways. It's easy to look at it negatively, but look at the things. This is not an exhaustive list, but even within our own wee fellowship here at New Beginnings Church, what can we be thankful to God for in 2020? Well, first of all, for our salvation. It's not on there, <laughs> but for our salvation, which is unaffected by lockdown. Amen safe we that old hymn writer we have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll what a lovely hymn that is isn't it 
it's 100% true. And the bills have been rolling with coronavirus in 2020, but we have an anchor in the storm. And his name is Jesus. And it's a rock of salvation that we stand on in his name. So praise the Lord for that. So as a church, we've still been able to meet online for teaching, prayer, and worship during lockdown. Now we know that not everybody can use the technology or it was easy, which is good why we're now opened up in the hall and those that are struggling with that, these are now here. And it's been good as a church that we've been able to now, now get to the stage where virtually everybody can, can meet in some way. But praise the Lord that the teaching didn't stop. And we've been blessed with people like Robert Murdoch and Kenny Borthwick and Michael Healy and John and Sandy and others that we've even heard today in the last few days. Blessed by people who don't just come and preach a sermon. People who come and pray before they come and seek the Lord for a specific word for new beginnings. And I can could encourage you, all of them are online. And if you go back and listen to them, there's so many anointed sermons, aren't there? And I, I just think about the way that God helped me when I lost my job during lockdown. And it was like Robert Murdoch spoke about <laughs> uh, Elijah being put away to the side for a period of time and God just sustaining him and providing for him. And God really spoke to me and said, you need to just prepare yourself for a period of time when you'll be out of work. And you know, God was faithful and he provided for me. He spoke to me through a sermon by Robert Murdoch and by Kenny, and by Sandy, and by everybody. And I was being ministered to myself, and I hope you have been as well, because I, I was feeling like these sermons are for me. And then the prayer meetings, our prayer meetings have doubled on average in terms of numbers during lockdown. Isn't that amazing? And it makes you think as well, maybe that's something that shouldn't stop using the online because there are situations where people cannot meet for various reasons. They've got young children and various other practical circumstances. And do you know what? I thought halfway through lockdown, why did we not think of this before? But we didn't. We just thought that church meeting had to happen always in a building, but there's been some positives during lockdown. These messages, all of our messages are now video recorded. They're all permanently on the internet. You can watch video, you can listen to audio. We never used to do video. Wonderful, isn't it? For Kenny Borthwick preaching while shielding in his house in Livingston. Blessed to have an anointed man of God preaching from his home. How good has God been to us as a wee fellowship, just with these things? And being able to maintain worship, like I mentioned earlier on, even in the tightest of restrictions, just finding a way to use the Zoom and various things. And do you know what? It's been really important that the ministry has not stopped. Also, prayer ministry in the church, always vital to any church. The heartbeat of a church is the prayer life. And we have seen not only numbers being higher in prayer meeting, but through the prayer chain that we've always kind of had uh, for many years through Nicola, just sort of distributing and broadcasting prayer requests that come in. We, ha we have had many, many, many prayer requests in 2020, but we have had many miraculous answers to prayer in 2020. And some of them are from you all here in the hall. Aren't they? Mandy is home, is recovered after serious illness. We've got family members recovering. Who have you had that you've put into a prayer request that you could just have a wee thing, one or two prayer requests this year and give thanks to God for miraculous answers to prayer? We prayed for a wee girl, I think it was this year, it was, <laughs> in, in Zambia 
who was in a really, really dark situation. And we had Anne Davison come back to us within days saying there'd been a miraculous turnaround and that lasts his life. Completely delivered in Zambia. And we're praying here in the prayer meeting. And I remember the night we prayed and it was powerful, anointed prayer happening in New Beginnings, wrestling for this girl's name in, over in Zambia. And then we got a wonderful message of God has answered. This girl's completely in her right mind after being totally traumatized. Isn't that wonderful? And also, there you go. <laughs> We're not restricted by distance. I'll skip on to missions work because we have these wonderful connections. Lorena's a great help to us, isn't she? Through linking us to New Beginnings Church in Argentina. Nuevos Comientos. Uh, <laughs> Argentina and we've continued to give as well to that so we're not only praying for New Beginnings Church in Argentina we're giving sometimes substantial amounts of gifts financial gifts across there that's helping them build the building and then the new year we'll get some updates on that because there's walls going up isn't there Lorena <laughs> I know you can't answer but it's fine uh, and they're very thankful for our support mentioned Mercy House in Zambia we've given financially and we've continued to pray for them and we've seen God work miracles even while during the pandemic was affecting uh, Mercy House, they've been helping the most vulnerable people in a really, really hard situation. That's not exhaustive either. There are missions work all over, close to home and further away that we support. Um, other, other ministries, the huge ministry of the coffee house, which can I say to you, during lockdown, I would be out walking, you know, because there was nothing else to do. <laughs> uh, and uh, people would stop me in the street, and I'm not, I'm not joking about that, I did share with the church. People would stop me because they would recognize I had something to do with the um, church because they see you getting in and out of the coffee house. And were telling me how much they were missing the coffee house. And they were saying we really miss the people of the coffee house. We really miss the atmosphere of the coffee house. The people have been a great help to me, one lady said. I was really struggling and somebody spoke to me and helped me. And they'll never know how much they helped me. Another lady said to me the same. And then eventually as lockdown was going on, it started to get more urgent. A lady stopped me outside one day and said, when's the coffee house going to be open? We're really missing it. <laughs> I don't even know who the lady was. Uh, she said, Moody's Burn's really missing it. But it opened. And, you know, see when we had the wee meeting, and I saw everybody coming in. We'd been in extreme lockdown for a number of months, right? And it's hard to remember what it was like. It's not quite the same now. It's a wee bit better now, I, I, I feel, in terms of we're a wee bit more acclimatised to this strange situation. But we hadn't seen anybody for ages. We'd never met as a church for months. And I sat there and the first thing we kind of gathered to do was let's try and open the coffee house because it's a priority. You know, we can keep the church going online just now. We'll try and work that out but there was an ability to open the coffee house. So we put a call out for volunteers. The coffee house was as full as it could be. There was a tremendous amount of people in it, socially distanced. And I just sat and felt tears coming. And I just felt really emotional how good it was, first of all, to see everybody back. And secondly, how good it was to see the vision coming back. Wasn't it, Kathy? Just lovely. And there was a freshness to it. There was a peace about it. There was a sense of unity that God was going to do something marvelous now, despite these restrictions that had happened, that when we opened the doors of the coffee house, this was going to be great. And it has been with prayer and Bible study 
and I've been in there, and I'm sure you've been in there. I met a guy who's not a Christian, who's a 60-year-old man, he drives a Porsche, he's loaded. <laughs> he doesn't think about God as far as I know. He said, there's a great atmosphere in this place, isn't there? Interesting comment. There's a great atmosphere in this place was the opening sentence. I then talked to him for 10 minutes and he was open to listening to me as I told him the story of the church and the coffee house and why we were here. And he said, that's great. God is working. The kids ministry, so important in the church that the kids are catered for. We moved things online. Lorena, Nicola, Lorraine, tremendous job. Absolutely huge amount of work. You've no idea the amount of work they put into presentations, PowerPoint stuff, videos, everything moving into the technology, using videos online. Every Sunday for a long time now, they've been doing that before the church service. Huge effort, huge good results out of it because the kids have been getting ministered to. The art club went online. We had boxes going out to I don't know how many houses locally and had good feedback from the from from that week of putting those arts and crafts and the gospel into kids' homes. And by the way, they, they're looking to continue that as the lockdown continues. So there'll be new opportunities we approach Easter and things like that to put more boxes and things out to kids. But praise God for that. Evangelistic efforts still ongoing. And the Christmas service we just had with the kids as well. And during, during the Christmas time here, many of you will know, we've been talking about the food bank that had kind of started up as a local community exercise here in Moodysburn. They're feeding regularly 150 people in Moodysburn. It's a good work that they're doing, but it's shocking that that's the kind of need that's on our doorstep. And many of those families, they tell us, are parents who could be feeding their kids, but are spending money in their own way. And we know that from the ARC, because we see kids who are saying they don't always get a dinner at the ARC, which is why we started when we met in person to give them food before we started, because the kids said we don't always get a dinner every night. So what have we seen during lockdown? We've seen huge need, practical need. And as a church, you know, you really stepped up to that. We called for a harvest and Christmas giving. We had four huge tables here just a few weeks ago of lots and lots of food and gifts for Christmas time. And then we got a call from the food bank. People saying we're really struggling. There's been water leaks in the Auckland Geek where they've been storing all the stuff. They had two problems, a huge amount of stuff that they didn't have any storage space for because everyone's been giving, not just from here. Church of Scotland's been giving. Other folks have heard it's a great need for extra giving. Um, so we opened up, Kathy and Nicole opened up the coffee house for them to use. And I think that's tremendous. And if I was to open up the coffee house to you just now, They've distributed things to over 150 people. It's actually probably over 200. And there's a room full of stuff next door. Good stuff, still there. And it's going to be distributed to those in needs over Christmas and New Year and into the next year. Now, we didn't feel as a, a church or a ministry we were to open a food bank. We never felt that up until now, although those things are good things. But God had a plan to use some of the facilities that we've had in 2020, just towards the end of the year, to enable something to happen, which is providing for our local community. And even now we've given some stuff across the hair stain. So I've went on a wee bit there, but isn't that encouraging? God is working in our wee fellowship here at New Beginnings Church. He's using the facilities we have. He's using you. And you, all of you, are critical to this ministry. 
It doesn't work without you. Amen. And you think during lockdown, global pandemic, you turn on the news, what can I do? Do you ever think that to yourself? Do you know what you can do? You can be like Nancy and you can go to the coffee house and you can smile at somebody underneath your mask because you can still see you smiling. You can see you smiling in there because your mask goes like that. Uh, <laughs> you can still tell because somebody's, because your eyes smile. Your eyes smile and the mask goes. I know. It's amazing how much you can see through somebody's eyes. But I'm serious, Nancy. And it's been a joy just to see, like, so for example, yourself, and I'm not picking on you, but just seeing how much joy you've had going into the coffee house, giving a wee smile, a wee word of encouragement. And you know what? People are utterly blessed by that. And you're also blessed as well because you've done something and you've contributed to the well-being of folks and you've, you've been like Jesus to people. So just very quickly, I'm just going to read some verses, and this is for all of you. Um, Apostle Paul Timothy wrote this to the church in Philippi, and I'm going to say this to New Beginnings Church, and I encourage you to think of think this way about each other as we move into next year and as we give God thanks for 2020. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus in Marysburg, <laughs> together with the overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God Every time I remember you, in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about you, about all of you, since I have you in my heart. And whether I am in chains, interesting terms there, yeah? Paul in chains, We've been in lockdown. He's locked down, literally. Chains in prison, he's distant from the church. He says, whether I'm in chains or, def and, or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. See that? He's saying, although I'm isolated from you in chains, physical chains and distance, we're actually all together. Still, we're still together. Because we share in God's grace. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. Amen. So Paul's saying, I have been locked down here. But you know what? God had a plan. Because he's there with the palace guard. As a result, it has been there, become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. Amen. So you see how the Paul is saying, through my trouble, my chains and my lockdown situation, actually people have been encouraged. Do you know why they were encouraged? Because they saw Paul didn't give up. And why didn't he give up? Because he knew Christ was victorious. Paul didn't rely on his own strength. This is the man who said, your grace is sufficient for me. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Amen. Paul knew he was weak in himself. 
you and I know that we're weak. We can't deal with global pandemics and lockdowns and isolation. But God can. And God does. And God enables his servants to get through the trial and to keep on praising him and keep on preaching the gospel. So there's Paul. He could have been down in the dumps and just stopped. But no, he has preached the gospel despite his lockdown. And as a result of that, brothers and sisters who are not in lockdown have been encouraged by him. And they've been encouraged to preach the gospel without fear. Now, we live in a world just now where the gospel is largely not popular. In fact, it can be a fearful thing if you stand up and preach the gospel and put it online. Believe me. But it's the truth of God for salvation. And it needs to be proclaimed boldly. And praise God, see in 2020, there is so much preaching on uh, going out to the world on the internet. More than there's ever been as churches move from in services to online. There's probably, there will be more gospel messages online in 2020 than there's ever been. Amen. Amen. Praise God. There's more worship services and singing online recorded and played available anytime than has ever been there. God cannot be stopped. The gospel will never be stopped. And the encouragement I have for you is don't lose heart just because 2020 has been a terrible lockdown scenario. Be like Paul and say that, see, as a result of all this, the gospel is proclaimed even stronger. Do we believe that? Can you preach the gospel, do you think, stronger now through this difficulty? I think you can. I do. I think you can and you will and you are. Let's pray. Father God, we give you thanks for your goodness to us in this year, in 2020. We know it's been really difficult, God, but we thank you. You're with us through it all. And that you help us and you hear us when we pray. Thank you, God, for all those prayer requests that we've forgotten about, but you haven't forgotten. In your book, every prayer is recorded and every answer is recorded. Lord, long since we've forgotten about what we prayed about and what you answered, it's there. Thank you, God, for every answer to prayer from this fellowship in 2020. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for every ministry, um, whether it's prayer ministry or practical ministry in 2020. Thank you, Lord, for every ministry that's been given to you and has been effective for the help of people in the furtherance of the gospel. Join me in thanking them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you've prepared for us in 2021 a perfect plan for us as a fellowship and new beginnings and the ministries that surround it. Leaders, Lord, we pray, help us to put in place the things we need to do. Leaders, oh God, and also protect our fellowship and our love for each other. Thank you, Lord, for the demonstration that you gave us in the Apostle Paul, an ordinary man, but surrendered to you and filled by your spirit saying, I have you all in my heart. Lord, would you help us at New Beginnings to be able to truly say that, to be able to say, brothers and sisters, I have you in my heart, whether I'm locked down or not. And pray for each other that your love might abound more and more in us. Hallelujah. We give you praise, God. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.